Okay, welcome back to Office Talks, everyone. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you for joining us, of course. You're here with me, your main host, as always, Minor Sparks. And Emily Menard, your co-host. It's been five episodes and I've been here every time, so I don't I, know if you deserve main host. I don't host. know if I deserve that. Well, we'll <laughs> see when you start getting guests. Yeah, I mean, in theory, I thought this was going to go, like, maybe or may not you're going to be on all the episodes or not. Five for five. So far, so good, 100%. <laughs> but who knows? You know, moving forward, if it stays like this, I will no longer be a main host. I'll be a co-host. Yes. Let's change If that things title. change down the line, then yeah, I could be the co, and you could co as well, and we'll we see how it goes. It doesn't really matter. We'll decide before we make business cards. 100%. We're not really <laughs> getting that far. Okay. So you got to dream big. You got it. The business cards <laughs> means you made it because you can't buy those off of this print for five bucks. Yeah, that's a serious commitment. Okay, so what I wanted to at least get into today because we haven't really talked about it yet. Well, well we in have. A while. I'm We've sorry. talked about it once. We just haven't really no brought updates. it back up and we told you we would for those who have, are on a similar journey thinking about it, ever wanted to, ever wanted to know what it's like or just don't care at all to try it but it's like hey what is, how's that going for you type of thing we'll tell you so emily and i uh, a few months ago now it's been longer than it seems yeah almost two months only two oh god it's felt like, well, it's six like beginning months. of february no shit really yeah oh i know wow that's actually felt like a long time yeah like two months but if it means anything at least i'm remembering that time more like time's not i don't know it's more it seems like a longer time but we've gone vegan. Um, for the most part. Yes. Yes, with a few. With a caveat. <laughs> well, right. But to be full. fair, like, what the bulk of what we're eating is almost all plant-based. Yes. Everything we eat at home, and I make our lunches and breakfast every day, so all of that for work as well. I mean, we're talking pretty so tight-knit vegan, though. We're like, pretty no much dairy. Like, yeah. That means no like, milk, no cheese. Two, it's hard. Maybe two meals no, a week. Obviously, meat's one thing, so go just don't eat animals. Fair enough. And again... The dairy's hard. The dairy is really tough. They sneak that no into yogurts, everything. No yogurts, no cream cheeses. Uh, the, <gasps> cream we, cheese. The interesting thing is we found a lot of alternatives. We found a cream cheese this weekend, and it's actually really good. It is. It really tastes like cream cheese. It's a little creamier, yeah. It doesn't have that bulky, like that, I don't know, that sensation of like you're getting the hardiness of the cream cheese necessarily. Yeah, but, but it's it, still like so creamy. It is very creamy. It gives, it's the best substitute we found, I think, of any dairy product so yeah, far. Yeah, it's really good. We bought bagels and we got to eat one before our, our dog, yeah, the rest of them dog apart, ate which up was a little all unfortunate. of the bagels. I was rather upset about that. I was really upset. I was like, Piper. Yes. These bagels are But creamy. overall, I got to say, we've done a, in terms of sticking to the diet, it's been very stringent for the most part. Yeah. We do, over the past, so the first month, I think we were, I, I personally was very strict about it. I was like, bam, bam, bam. Like, we did, I didn't eat almost anything that wasn't purely plant-based. I mean, I'm talking anything. Mm. Which was interesting, you know? Like, I haven't, so in terms of how that goes day to day, you don't notice much of a difference in terms of what you're eating. Because mm-hmm. um, you can still have sugar. Yeah. So things are still sweet. Things mm-hmm. still taste tasty when they when they should. Yeah. You know, so it's there's not a difference in that. Like your coffees taste the same. You can still get different type of creamers that are still vegan, like almond milk creamer. Yeah. So it's more sugar than normal creamer, or probably the same. Probably the same. But it still it tastes the same. Yeah. It's really good. 
to be honest with you, my coworkers who aren't even vegan or they don't want, like let me try you know i'm letting them try like everything constantly and they're mm. like Dude, this is good this is good you know and it's so it's a hit yeah so it's like that part of it i don't miss in terms of what i'm eating mm-hmm. um it's kind of normal yeah to be honest with you it's like any type of if anyone's ever tried any sort of diet it's just like that you just mm-hmm. like oh yeah this is a new style of eating habits i need it's not really no long it, it never was a concern of what i'm eating like oh i don't have enough food mm-hmm. just like any diet like if you've ever been on a diet ever it's just like that like well, well i just change a little bit what i eat like, yeah. it's it's not as big of a deal as i thought i do feel a little bit better i don't necessarily feel better but i notice when i do eat really heavy you know animal products that i do feel a lot worse like yeah, we so went I guess out, like the adverse so we effect is actually the, more of the truth. Yeah, so we went out on Friday to yes. Bit Bar, which is like a cool bar in Salem, a barcade. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miner got this really, it was actually really good, like elk burger. Yeah, with um, like donuts as the buns. It was absurd, but like. So you can say I broke my bin, my <laughs> vegan just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for an elk burger with cheese. <laughs> um, but I mean, I had a grilled cheese. It was delicious. Um, and, but you know, like after even having like a couple of bites of, I had like one bite of your burger and my grilled cheese and it was just like, oh my God, this is very heavy. I don't even think you finished your burger and it was rather small. It was small. awkward. I, I've actually noticed when I do eat meat, I get very full very quickly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just very heavy. It's very heavy. Like it's weird. Like I used to be able to just mow down yeah. a lot. Like let's just put it as a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Like I could eat, you know, and now it's like I can eat. Don't get me wrong. I, like when I'm eating our normal day to day food, which it consists of anywhere from like, I don't know, like Mexican bowl type rice and like quinoa, quinoa deals and overnight oats yeah, or like and... or whatever the case, whether it's like curry or you know what I mean, like yeah. anything like that. Like I eat a lot of it, mm-hmm. and then now it's like nah. I don't know. Like with meat, meat, it's like like I don't know. Like I almost want to eat a steak just to see what it's like now. You know what I mean? To be like, if I can be like, if I'm super full immediately, like yeah. a six ounce steak, which used to be like, like half a serving for what I used to eat. Yeah. It's like actually fills me up. Mm-hmm. You know, actually gives me that like, wow, I had a steak. Or if it's like, yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it used to be. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was but like. It's, I mean, it's, as weird as it sounds, I've been having, in terms of like any negatives. So I've been trying to work, work out more than usual. Well, just picking up in terms of in my intensity of workouts. Okay. I'm trying to work harder, like yeah. lift bigger weights. And that's been a little bit more challenging. I've, I feel like I do run out of energy quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like my energy in levels in general go very fast. So I lose energy quickly, but I gain it back quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, when like I'm like recovery is quick. Yeah, like if I don't eat pretty... If, I, there's not a, if I'm not eating probably like... 30 minutes before I go to the gym, mm-hmm. like little, at least something like a good, like banana and a granola bar or something. Mm-hmm. Like I need at least some substance. I'll like halfway through the workout. I'm like, I have no energy. Like I'm drained. Yeah. And that is the only, the main downside. Cause I'm, I want to be at the gym bulking up. Yeah. But now it's like, I'm, I'm struggling for the energy to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, my body has been like burning off all these fatty storage areas like around my hips and certain areas where i'm like thinning out a lot i do think i've lost a little bit of weight from that too yeah like i think it is attack like my body's starting to attack my natural fat storage yeah because i'm like putting that fat back into me like Mm -hmm. the same fat it's used to so it's using it finally yeah and then like my my body 
I've never got results as quick as I have at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's weird that my workouts aren't as if I don't feel like my workouts are doing as much as I used to. But it, I do feel like I'm getting results pretty fast, which is weird. I mean, I guess I'm kind of on a different end because like last week when I went to my circuit training class, I feel like I had more energy to like put into. I don't know if it was maybe more energy, but like I was able to work a lot harder than I usually do. It could have also been the caramel macchiato I had prior to going because Maybe. I knew I needed more caffeine. Well, well, the last time I went to the gym, I kind of purposely like waited. I had it. It was like four forty-five or whatever. I mm-hmm. like ate my banana like very last thing before I left the office, mm-hmm. as well as had like a granola bar, like one of our you know whatever granola bars, yeah, like the Kashi ones or something back when we had those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went we, to like, the... just ran out. Know, back <laughs> You're in like, the day. back in the day when we used to have those. We ran out, like, on yeah, whatever, Friday. <laughs> whatever, We don't have them currently, right? Yeah, we ran um, out. So, after that, though, when I just ate and went to the gym, like, I went through the whole workout, and I was like, wow, okay, I feel pretty good. Like, I could... It's just... I don't know. Like I said, it's just, like, it's levels. Like, I felt like, at the time, I could actually lift more mm. when I'm on the vegan diet. Like, when I'm, like when I feel full, mm-hmm. like when I just had something to eat and substance. Yeah. But without it, I'm like, I'm like, nope. I'm just crashing. Yeah. But I do feel, know what you mean in terms of like that energy boost sometimes. It's yeah. like, oh, wow. You know, I can keep going. It's like kind of nice. Yeah. Anyways. So we'll that's the update of our vegan. We'll let you know if anything's weird. But we, like I said, we've, we've kind of stepped, we've done, we've loosely dipped our toes in a, f- a few meat options lately. Yeah. But what we've decided is we're going to, day-to-day life is going to be vegan. If there's a moment to go out or there's an occasion, we got to eat, well, yeah, sure, we'll, yeah, we'll splurge. Yeah, that's when I'll treat But myself. that's kind of where we're sitting it. Uh, let us know if you think different anywhere, if you if you can possibly comment. I don't know. Go ahead and comment. Let yeah, me know what sure. you think about that. Why not? If you think, hey, you guys should just stick with it, stop being a baby about it, or man the F up and do it, okay, let me know. Well, it's so hard to like. Know. I'll try, but I don't. I don't see you doing it. Maybe you do, but let me know. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You never, you never know. Okay, so let's move on, guys. So Emily had something she said she was talking about the office about. What's oh up? well, we were talking about pets and. Oh, uh, that's it. Well, I we know, always kidding, talk kidding, about kidding, pets. Kidding, go there, go there. I know. I talk about pets all the time. Uh, most people in my office have pets, so we, we discuss them on a daily basis. But we decided to sort of look up um, adoptable pets that are available in, like, the Boston area and went through, like, 30 pages of cats and talked about all the cats, like, the black cats that have little white mustaches. They're so cute. And we sort of talked about all their mustaches. And that was the biggest thing that we talked about today. That How was... much do they possibly vary from cat to cat? Uh, pretty significantly. I mean, some have only well, a mustache okay. on one Let half. Some are like a curly mustache. Let me ask a different mustache. question. Yeah. How many possible cats that are currently... Are you looking in only like the Boston market? Well, it was like Pet Finder. So we oh, so we actually did, you know, go over like how big of a radius is this? It was like a hundred mile radius. So it was, it was Is huge. that a, a search inquiry? Like I want to only look for cats that have a mustache. No, it was just all adoptable cats. So there were so a you, lot. So you were screening just cats upon cats upon just cats Just cats on cats on cats on cats. And then once in a while, once one of you guys found one, you'd be like, oh, guys, look, I yeah. found another one. Well, yeah, we basically just watched somebody scrolling through and then just commented on how cute they were. Wow. Just like, oh, look at that one. Look at that one. You guys need to get a better, better hobbies. <laughs> it's a nice way to lighten up the day. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like my cats. But I mean, I'm not going to do like, where's Waldo searching through pet finder for the cats that have a mustache like, i know let's observe him this yeah. is adorable it's cute 
But what else do you guys do today? Uh, well, like I always talk about TV. I'm always the one who brings it up of like, hey, have you watched this show? And everyone's like, no. And then I try to explain why I brought it up. Um, because well, it's because you're TV referencing is so these shows. relatable. Yeah, because I reference TV shows like probably 10 to 20 times a day. Don't we like, all? Ugh. Like, what else can I refer to? But Nothing. it is always TV. awkward when you reference something that into you is so relevant. And you're like, man, oh. nailed it. Nailed that one. That right? was a good one. And then you, the people you watch that you're show, saying it to would just look at you like, what the hell are you talking about? And you're like, right. you mean you don't you don't watch this? Like, yeah. And then you try to backtrack and like explain why that was a funny joke. And you you literally think to yourself like mid, like, what what am I doing? Like, why am I? Yeah. Like, just drop it because right. it's never going to be as funny as you thought it was going to be. And, and it's I've so probably... unfortunate because sometimes you nail them. You're like, oh, yes, that was a perfect comeback. Portlandia, I... I know I have talked about the show before, but it's like so, you can reference it on a daily goddamn basis. And I am so spot on. Like there have been like 20 things that have happened that I was like, there was a Portlandia sketch about this. Do you watch that show? And everybody says no. And I'm like, you should watch that show. I find oh, myself Portlandia. doing something similar. But the weird thing I do is, like, if someone says a certain phrase, mm. I'll, like, kind of sing that phrase back to them, but in, like, an old 90s song that, like, mm-hmm. was, like, the title of the song or, like, relevant as part of the song. That's and, like, a good... I hope for the best that they know what I'm talking about yeah. and I don't just sound like an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, oh, did you get that? I love that you do that, actually, because I usually finish the songs if I know them. But... Because they're all, like, typically, they're, they're pretty popular. good songs. We're like, yeah, that's... That is what I said. And you're like, yeah, "Yeah, I just kind of turned it into the song that you didn't realize you were singing. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's what I do. My sister Renee and I do that a lot. And she always comments that she loves that I finish the songs and don't just like leave it at the the reference, you know? It's like, yeah, you have to continue the song a a little. Well, it's a polite way to know, like, I know what you're referencing. I know what you're referencing. And it's like, good job. A nice way to kind of give you a pat on the back, like, good reference. I do it with Lincoln Park a lot for some reason. They have a lot of (laughs) lyrics that, like, kind of just. You also easy just to mimic. love Linkin Park, yeah. Well, fair enough. But I like a lot of, and then rappers a lot because I can, like Eminem and all those guys. Like, yeah. They, their lyrics are just relatable, so they kind of pop up in your life. Yeah. Like rappers who talk about like bitches and boobs and money and blow. Yeah, not and those ones. That will never come up in life very much. <laughs> so At least not in who, my like, life. like rap stories or like certain things like, oh, okay. And like you said that, I can wrap that back to you or like sing it back or whatever i don't know yeah i think that's fun i love making tv references about other tv shows we just did this the other day when we were watching parks and rec and they were talking about Anne, and i was like "Ugh, i just don't really like Anne that much as a character and you're like her really yeah right <laughs> her because <laughs> you also love Anne, but that's like a, you know arrested development also with an Anne. uh too good we did well it, it depends. You're the type of person where you understand how to, like, wrap a lot of shows together and, like, <laughs> pinpoint, pick out certain things easily. That's me. We can do that. Yeah. I know a lot of people can. Mm-hmm. And that's why probably the friends we have are good at doing that yeah. because that's how we talk to people. Yeah. In terms of being fun and being like, isn't this, like, a creative way to have a fun conversation? Yeah. You know, I don't know. And it, it's kind of like a lighthearted way to have fun with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But something about TV that I've... It kind of annoying lately, and they're forcing it down your throat. Mm. It's just how they're releasing shows. You, it's like po- polar opposites, like polar opposites. You mean where they release it all at once? They release them all at once, and then or they do these bullshit like like Game of Thrones, 
Oh. Where they like tease you with it, like, oh, do you want another episode? Do you want to know what happens? Do Wait you just, for two years. Do you even want to have like? A, do you even want to like wake up and realize that like, fucking winter is coming? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, we know it's here. We know we've been waiting for winter to come for it's so like, long. It's like, and at this point, it's like on the cusp. Like, isn't it here? I thought it's happening, and they're uh, like, just wait. Seriously, three years from now, you'll finally find out. I do what the hell happened the to Jon Snow? Yeah. The like, thing that oh Game of Thrones God. did, that a couple other shows, Breaking Bad did it, Mad Men did it, but they take their final season and they split it into two partial seasons. And that pisses me off. Because it it's does. like 13 episodes and then they do six episodes and then seven. It's like, this is not okay. Give me all 13 episodes. I'm okay if you're done. Well, that's the other approach these days. Yeah. Now we have shows like... Santa, Cl- Santa Clarita Diet, which we just brought up last episode. If you haven't seen it, it's worth a shot if you are interested in watching a different style of zombie show. Yeah. It is what it is. It's about zombies. But you should watch it. the point is they straight up release the entire fucking season at once. Most it's, Netflix it, shows do that. It's not like, all right, guys, every Wednesday for the next, you know, three months, it's going to be this show at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's like... Seven o'clock? Are you a grandma? I don't know. <laughs> nine don't know, o'clock. Whatever. For me, you better have it on at six thirty. Right, watching that shit. <laughs> you fall asleep at like nine thirty, like every day. <laughs> but but still, it's like okay. So you're gonna cram it down our throats. Like here's everything, and people like who are starved for sh- the TV shows we want. And we're not used to it, or like yeah, that's you're like me. waiting for it. Now you're like, oh my god, I have all the episodes, and you're just binging the shit out of it. Like I gotta yeah. watch. Well, they're available. What if they take them away? Because Netflix has a fucking way of being like, this show's gone. Well, hope they won't do it to their it. original shows. Well, but... hope you got enough of it. Well, I know, but I feel like Netflix is like purposely, like almost filtering out other shows. That aren't that made you, by them. Yeah. They're like, they're slowly but surely just filtering them away. Mm-hmm. Where they're going to only really have their own product. 30 Rock is gone. That was one of my go-to Archer shows. Archer is going away. Archer like what? went away. Family Guy is gone. Uh, like, American Dad is gone. All, in other words, you're hearing It's hits, Always guys. Sunny in the, Philadelphia is sunny gone. Always Sunny is gone. And that one was, I, I'm willing to just drop netflix because of that <laughs> like what yeah. you got rid of always sunny that are you is literally me? one of the best shows are you on kidding tv me? like why aren't these sh- like why why can't i just go on netflix and watch i don't even know if this is on there but i don't think it is like futurama there's only like three seasons of futurama on there like, only season like seven to ten like what yeah why can't i watch all of futurama like that's the thing that it's annoying it's like they're just i don't know i think it's they're going to end up killing themselves because people like these shows. Yeah. They're, they're going to go somewhere to watch them. Mm-hmm. And the fact that if you don't provide it, I'll get it somewhere. Yeah. It's like any supply and demand. They're going to get it somewhere. But then they're going to hope that their original content outweighs the things that they don't make. So that you're, you'll say, well, I still at least want to, you know, keep up with Netflix because I like these shows that they make. Which I don't know if we their watch shows are a good fair... enough. Kimmy Schmidt, that's a Netflix original. I drop it. I'd be a little more hesitant. I'd rather stream that than have to figure out how to stream Always Sunny. Mm. All, day, all day long. I mean, it does bother me because we tend to watch like a, adult animation at night yeah. to go to like bed. Archer, and like, if yeah, I can't, I, we can't all watch of our Archer adult night, animation shows are gone. Now. Like this is, that's, it's frustrating as fuck. It yeah. pisses me off. Yesterday I decided to just start putting friends on before 
going to bed. You put friends on? I did. You fell asleep. I must fall asleep immediately. <laughs> you fall asleep downstairs and then we have to go upstairs. No, so. but I mean when I do end up dragging myself upstairs. Like, oh, yeah. I don't even make it for five minutes. Gone. Like, you're gone. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm a heavy sleeper. I take my sleep seriously. <laughs> so anyways. um. Well, the, okay. Back to the binging thing. I would like to binge a lot of shows because I just like so desperate for content. I just want new content of things. That I've already established I like, you know, like Santa Clarita Diet. That new season came well, out this it's weekend. It's one thing to need new content. Your problem is you're consuming it too fast. I just There's consume a lot of content so out there. much you're, content. You're like, you're the equiv- equivalent of the like nerdy video game person, but just with TV. I mean, the thing for me is that I would always have TV on. Like, I just like having TV on. And it makes it more difficult when it's things like Netflix where that I have to be like more conscientious of what I'm streaming because I have to pick what it is as opposed to just like having TV on. Yeah. I like having TV on. I like TV a lot. I know. Uh. Which is, <laughs> but thank fair. you for pacing me with Santa Clarita Diet. We only watched four, maybe five episodes this weekend when I would have sat there and watched all On the all opening of them. weekend, guys. <laughs> Bear in mind. Well, I would have watched them all in one day. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty surprising I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Although I did just finish the most recent season of Love. I know you're not a big fan of the show. I'm a mediocre fan. It's a show that I kind of love to hate. It's okay. I don't mind it. It's just... It's frustrating. It's one of those shows that the people can't get out of their own way. No. And it's just a reoccurring thing over and over and over again. So it just yeah. kind of pisses me off. Well, and then they keep expecting different outcomes. It's like, you guys are kind of terrible for each other. Like, stop trying to force this to work. And then at the end of all of it, spoiler alert, they get married. Oh, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. They elope at Catalina. Like, you guys haven't even been together for one year, and this has been the most tenuous relationship I've ever seen. Don't add commitment to it right away. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's just a show in a nutshell. It's just over and over. Yeah. But I do love Birdie. She's great. She's from Australia. No, certain certain She's characters cute. are really funny. Certain scenes are funny. The show isn't all of that. Like, it's not a complete wreck, but some of it, yeah. Some of it is, yeah. 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 Okay, so something I wanted to talk, because you're a big movie buff, and mm-hmm. I think you saw the news, but Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. has been catching a lot of flack recently. He's been talking about um, basically what we've been talking about a little bit movies but Mm -hmm. from netflix not necessarily only from netflix but it's just he kind of amazon has been making their own movies as well he meant more of a he's referencing streaming services Mm -hmm. he just pointed out netflix because it was more recently the first traditional streaming service to have a movie nominated in the last academy awards but amazon had a movie nominated what the big sick it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. Was it this year? Yes. So this was but the first year it's happened. Yeah. And this and they and Netflix was awarded. It wasn't a four not a, a four time nominee for this Mudbound. Yeah, it was nominated. Mary J. Blige got at least two nominations for that movie. Yes. Yeah. So his he seems to be all upset. He's not upset. He's just saying they shouldn't be allowed, or shouldn't they shouldn't be qualified as. An Academy Award movie, hmm. and he 
verbatim, this is qu- from quotes from him when he did an, I don't know, I think he did an interview with Hollywood Reporter. It could be totally someone different, and they're just re- reiterating this information. Uh-huh. He might have been speaking with ITV News. I don't know. But it was really, they were, they were, he was just caught talking about this regarding his new movie coming out, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. Which seems like a huge directing feat, especially with how much special effects they have going on in this mm-hmm. upcoming film. So, the biggest one, the headline is, once you commit to a television format, you're a TV movie. That's how they are grabbing you. Mm. But then in a little, like, within the first paragraph, I'll just kind of read this little summary. Yeah. Opinions are, was his, is you, in quotes, you certainly, if it's a good show, deserve an Emmy, but not an Oscar. Hmm. Blah, blah, blah. They're talking about that as new films coming out. Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes on to say, fewer and fewer filmmakers are going are going to struggle to raise money or to go to compete at Sundance. He said of the f- annual film festival that takes place, more of them are going to let the SVOD businesses, streaming maybe, mm. streaming on demand. Yeah, streaming video on demand. Yeah, streaming Probably. video on demand businesses finance their films. Maybe with the promise of a slight one-week theatrical window to qualify them for an awards as a movie. Mm. But in fact, once you commit to a television format, you're a TV movie. Hence his first quote. Mm. He adds, I don't believe the films are that are given token qualifications in a couple of theaters. In other words, their movies from Netflix are shown in a couple of theaters for less than a week mm. that they should qualify for the Academy Award nominations. I didn't really think about the fact that they're not usually released in theaters, or right. they are for the. In other words, it's not a box office film. Yeah, that's true. So I, I get what he's saying. Like it's like, hey, yeah. I mean, he does. So in other words, he reflects. He Spielberg also reflected on the danger the television industry poses to filmmakers. Mm-hmm. It is a challenge to cinema the same way television in the early 1950s, pulled people away from the movie makers and everybody stayed home because it was more fun to stay home and watch a comedy on television than it was to go out to see a movie. Hmm. He said, Hollywood's, Hollywood's used to that. We're accustomed to being highly competitive with television. So they, he understands they're competing, but because now the movies can be streamed and that's how they're releasing them more often than not, they, more and more people will be accustomed to not having to go to the box office or the movie mm-hmm. theaters. Mm-hmm. He did say, just to put a point out, television is greater than today. It's greater than it's ever been in television history. There's better writing, directing, performances, stories. Mm -hmm. The Television is really thriving with the quality and heart, but it possesses a clear and present danger to film goers. Mm. In other words, the whole film going industry, I think he's, I think he might be alluding to that our normal everyday interaction, like the most normal thing kids do in my, uh, me growing up, my ever date, first couple dates I ever went on as a high school kid was to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. That almost, I went to the movies all Almost the time. everyone went to the movie theater for their first couple dates or when they were just getting old enough to have a first couple nights out without their parents. It was like, you go to the movie in a very contained environment. Yeah. They'll drop you off at the front door. You walk in and they drop you off as soon as you walk out that front door. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's the movies. And I think what he's trying to get at is it's kind of like it might be the start of the end to the movies. Mm-hmm. Like to the movie going experience. I mean, I think that that fate could still happen whether or not the movies are nominated for Oscars. 
Okay, that's true. I guess there's two different points there. There are two different that points. That is two I different agree points. I kind of went firmly. off my own tangent and said, maybe well, this is what he means. But I, do, I do see that coming. Um, I mean, you know, the Academy Award is the highest award in film. So yes. I could see how he would want it to remain more prestigious, but... And I do get his idea or, you know, his point that they're not really released in theaters, which is kind of an issue. If they're not released in theaters, then they're, you know, not necessarily, mm-hmm. I don't know, then it's hard for them to be nominated. Um, I just but, think, oh. you know, if they're, if they're good, high caliber movies, like, I don't, why, why couldn't they be nominated? I agree. I mean, but to a certain extent, he's right. If, if you're not being released as onto the big screens mm-hmm. in my let's let me phrase it as the big screen mm-hmm. like a traditional movie like star yeah. wars would be yeah then no offense you ain't a movie like you ain't a real movie but there's also plenty of movies that are nominated that are only at select theaters that's it they but never those make are usually it like short films no like what there's plenty of like I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like categories, a lot of Oscar films. Okay. But what categories of Oscars are we talking like editing or original score? Probably not the best picture, but like some of the acting categories and things like that might not be in, they might just only be in select theaters or best supporting actress, best supporting actor, or just best actress in a film. All of those, all of those are in in box offices. No As one is... somebody that has traveled to select theaters to see some of these movies, I can tell you they're not at all of the theaters. Maybe, okay. Let's, maybe not say every theater in your town, but if they're, if they're, if they're shown nationwide. Yeah. Then it should count. If but you're if not, only then you should select theaters nationwide? As long as it's nationwide. Okay. And as long as, um, I mean, I'm not the one... Creating yeah, I mean, the rules you're here. in charge of the Oscars. I'm just saying here, these are my opinions on like this us, is what should you're qualify. You're the most qualified. <laughs> no, no, I just think it should be. You should have at least your film be available nationwide. It should be a big enough hit for that. Yeah. It should be. I don't know. Because at least in the about the movies for the actually in the theaters for longer than a week. Yeah. Like, come on. And I mean, I know most people have Netflix, but it is still a select audience. Yeah, not but everybody be, and, has access to But I'm not trying to, to say this. that they sh- Netflix and them sh- or streaming services as a whole shouldn't be allowed to be in the Academy Awards. Yeah, like if they have big budgets, you know, they're spending just as much money for those films, getting just as good of actors. Yeah, they're getting great producers and yeah. great directors. So it's not to say they're they're not the same quality, but I think it's just how it's released. Yeah, because I could think see about that. it. Like you can't put out. Like, do you know how many, how the hundreds, if not thousands of sci-fi movies came out on just sci-fi? <laughs> on Sci-Fi Network. You know what I mean? But like, shout out those to are my mom. Never those are going to be, those will never qualify for the Academy Awards. They're terrible movies. Never. They so, would, well, they, treat those it's as not the that they same. Wouldn't even, they wouldn't even make it to theaters. They're awful. Fair enough. But I'm just saying, like, that's a different, like, when if you're making a movie for TV, then it's a TV movie. Like, if it's not, if you're not going out to the movies, then you're not, you're a TV movie. And mm-hmm. he's right. If you're not leaving your house to make a point to go see it while it's in theaters, or at least you're, you're purposely stealing it because you know it's in theaters, you don't want to pay for it. Yeah. That's a movie. That's <laughs> you know? a movie. That's a movie. If you're streaming on Netflix because you know it's free and that's the only place you can watch it, that's a TV movie. 
Mm. I think that's a clear distinction between the two. Sort of. Yeah. You know what? I read about it in a book. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm not the one to make up the rules, though. I mean, I could see why he. I could see the stance he's making, but he also has. I think he's a just firm amount of Oscars. He said. I know. I don't think it's for him. I think he's standing up for all like the traditional directors, and I think he's standing up for his industry. It's like this is not what we. There is a. Clear, but there has always been some elitism within is, their industry right, too. No, I, I got you. I Where got if you they're like that. trying, to I'm not make trying it... to get it there. I think the bigger point here is. I think he's just trying to continue to draw that line in the sand of like, these are movies, this is TV. Yeah. Netflix and the other big streaming services are trying to blur that line. Mm-hmm. of being like, what do you, well, I mean, we can make movies too, but we also have TV shows. You know what I mean? So he's trying to kind of put his foot down and be like, no, that's a TV movie. Yeah. Uh, we make movies here in Hollywood. And I, I get where you come from, the elitism, and it is kind of like that pompous, like, that's not a real movie. But yeah, I but don't know. Like I feel like a lot of it, it is kind of like a traditional thing. You it know? is, but also like I can see that you know Netflix and Amazon and Hulu could theoretically become like conglomerates of all of the award shows because exactly. they've actually done phenomenally over the past couple of years at well, the, be, at the Emmys the and the Golden have. at the Golden Globes. Like they've done very well with a lot of their original shows. But no small, you know small director is ever going to be able to now get his own show. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, what he's going to have to do is go pitch it, his movie to Netflix, to Netflix or to Amazon or to Hulu mm-hmm. or to whoever is the streaming service they want to pitch it to. And the issue is these guys are going to most, unless you have a baller idea for a legitimate movie or trilogy or if it is a one-off movie, the chances of that happening are very low. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think they'd be like, you know what? a good idea for a movie but we're going to give you a six-part series and a tv show instead we're going to break it into that we'll get you see how much people like it before we commit to a movie with you or something i just feel like they'd probably urge people to do urge their directors to do to be kind of more tv right because uh, then they're going to end up being all networks they're going to be their tv provider a movie provider yeah they're going to provide all and they're only going to I don't. When, why would they care about the small guy directing? They'd be like, "Yeah, screw you. We have our, we have the Steven yeah. Spielbergs of the world." Doing <laughs> well, it. yeah, not if, Steven Spielberg, as yeah, he's know, just right? clarified. Oh, yeah, money talks, right? Yeah, but, but I can also see his point that like a lot of the Oscar movies do come up through like Sundance and all these yeah, uh, like small film, film festivals. festivals like where... that, the whole culture of the film, you yeah. know, it's gonna. I feel like it's. Lo- it, I don't feel like it's currently losing it, but it could be, and yeah. I think he's worried about that. He's just warning us as like. Our normal part of our culture might be lost a little bit, mm-hmm. or be lo- we're losing part of it. With yeah, the, with the way we're consuming our media. Yeah, and in some ways, the Oscars has always seemed to have like a fair—well, maybe not fair, but like a mix of high production value movies, or like movies that have a lot of funding, and movies mm-hmm. that don't. Um, you know, like Call Me by Your Name, which came out this year. Yeah. That was very much like an art house film festival. Yeah. It was, but it caught know... wind, it got popular, and then it was in a lot of films. Yeah. It was, a, and then all of a sudden it was a box office film, mm-hmm. and like the growth of that was, it's fun to watch. It's like, wow, this movie not only caught on, like that's like the dream, in my opinion. If I was like a young, you know, aspiring director, like yeah. that's like I'm gonna put out a film. It's gonna catch wind. I'm gonna put it in Sundance. I'm gonna win small awards, and then eventually. This film's going to get there and then, Well, and wow, in some ways you know, it, like, it brings Oscar the magic of nominee. film down to 
just the basic joy of making it. Yeah, like you don't need the big budget to, yeah, to you, be able to make a film. Money doesn't always equal success. Yes. In the film. Of course. You know, it's like this, you know, you can still evoke the same sort of themes that you're looking for and still bring people on the same journey of storytelling. Yeah. I mean, a I'm, a, I'm a, probably, how do you say it? Like a, someone who does this too. I'm a, a culprit of this as well, but I'm a fan of the big box office, yeah. high budget films. Mm-hmm. But I know that's just none of that's acting. Yeah, that's just you know special what has high budgets. Up. All the Fast and the Furious movies, <laughs> those well, are terrible. Well, yeah, but I mean, like I'm talking about like Pacific Sunrise. Yeah, whatever that Pacific Rim. Oh, Rim, yeah, Sunrise. I was thinking mm-hmm. Tequila Sunrise. Um, <laughs> not but, related but, at not all. Not at all. <laughs> but like Pacific Rim. Yeah. What? A what tr- the hell like, is it? Oh, that's yeah. just all. Like I can't even like that. That's too much. Too I mean, much even the big, Transformers big movies, like the first one, I thought was cool, and then All it I'm was saying just, is, or even the Star uh, Wars these days. Or, like, it's like huge box office, huge budgets, and that's fine because those movies kind of need it for it to make sense. Yeah, and these are movies where you can kind of use like the latest and greatest technology to kind of mm-hmm. make the most mind blowing effects ever. That's great, and I'm happy there's movies for that. Yeah, but, but also, also a lot of those want... movies aren't getting nominated for Oscars. Exactly, and I do also appreciate. The films that are actually about the content within the film, mm-hmm. not just explosions and cool animations and mind-blowing effects. Yeah. Like, the content, the emotion that a, an actual actor yeah. can portray and actually mm-hmm. become a different person yeah. and, like, act that out is, like, kind of cool, like, when they do it really well. Like, mm-hmm. that's why some of the best actors in the world are all method actors because yeah. they really get into the character. Daniel Day-Lewis. Shout out to him. So, I'm, I don't know. We kind of went on a rant there, but food for thought. It's interesting. Tell us it's what It's interesting, you think. guys. I think that's. <laughs> I think he's just Steven Spielberg. I think is. I don't know. In terms of movies, he's like. He, I mean, he's his word should not phenomenal. be just tossed to the side. No, they'll never be tossed to the side. Steven Spielberg. I'm just saying. He's kind of just saying, "Hey, look." The, again, he's just drawing the line in the sand. That's all yeah. it is. I think that's just saying. A sl- an easy way to be like, they just, no, they're not. They're not Academy Award movies. I'm sorry. They're and, not. you know, if people don't agree with his line, then at least there can be a discussion that there is a line. But where yeah, do like, we put it? At least we can start talking about where we put the line. Yeah, where And it doesn't just get totally blurred where it's like, now these. Well, technically, all, all because the it's 90 the minutes or more, then it's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then everything will be the same. Mm-hmm. You know? But one thing they do really well with Netflix is like documentaries. Yeah. You know, so they, they won. Have, they they won their you. documentary. They did good. Icarus. That one this year. Yeah, so it was good. I don't know. Open mind about it, but <laughs> I'm just trying to put it all together. Yeah. I don't Brand know where. Over on that one. All right, guys. So, moving on, we're kind of getting towards the end here. Let me just update you guys cuz the next podcast we put out to be honest, it will probably before the final four happens, but I just wanted to take a moment to shout out to a few teams more often, really just to one because it was a big deal for them. Loyola, Chicago. Congratulations. You said it right that time. You guys are in the final four. Wow. Number 11 seed. Nobody really thought you were coming here and you've kind of done a really, the hardest game it looks like you had, actually you had two really, really close games. I like that Wait. you're saying this as if you're addressing the team directly. Like, they're all listening. 
the first three games they won, mm-hmm. they won all three of them combined by less than four points. Wow. They snaked by Miami, Florida by two. Then they snaked by Tennessee, 63-62. Tennessee, the number three seed. Mm. Then they more recently, not more recently, I'm sorry, they beat um, Nevada by one, the twins on Nevada, remember, with the beards? Oh, yeah. So if you guys want to see some really pretty close-looking twins that are huge guys, 6'7", and they can ball, check out a few highlights from Nevada. They actually are pretty good. Look- I think they're the Martin twins. Yeah. Take them out. Take a look. One of them has a weird... We didn't realize that they were twins at first. I had no idea. I was like, two guys? Yeah, I was like, these guys have the same beard and the same haircut. And then I was like, nope, they just look exactly the same. I was like, actually, they're twins. And they, for some reason, have the same facial hair appearance. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, check them out. They're definitely going to go to the NBA. Both of them. One of them is a much better... It's weird. One of them has a better... He scores more points. So he's technically the better scorer Mm -hmm. than the other twin. But his shot's weird as fuck. Like, the guy who can actually score the ball really well has a weird shot, which mm. is, anyways. It's effective. It's effective. And then, so, Loyola, in that round, squeaked by, oh, yeah, Nevada by one. Then they played, recently, in the round of eight, this past weekend, against Kansas State. Mm. They kind of blew them out. 78-62. Smashed them. Best game they had all tournament. Wait, they beat Kansas? Kansas State. Oh, but there's also still a Kansas. Yes. In, Okay gonna say i thought that they were good kansas is not the number one seed okay so kansas state it should be kansas state not kentucky state yeah kansas state so they beat them they're on the final four rounding out the final four is um going to be michigan they kind of had an easy road in my opinion to the final four but out of whatever they had an easy ride villanova made it mm. good for villanova they're number one seed they should have been expected to be to be there but the biggest and the coolest matchup of the weekend I hope everyone got to saw it because you just watched a lot of guys who are about to be in the NBA play against each other at a young age, and they might get to do the same in, in a few years, maybe in the finals, was was Duke versus the Kansas Jayhawks, hmm. number one versus two. That was, wow. Went into overtime, 85-81. Kansas actually came on top. I have Kansas going all the way to win. Mm. I think Jill but does after, too. Who? Jill. Oh, maybe. <laughs> but after watching Duke earlier in this draft and earlier in the year, I was like, man, Duke is just so good. They have so much talent. Duke's always good. Yeah. 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 With Mike Krzyzewski or Krzyzewski, however you say his name. He's amazing. He's the best coach in college basketball ever. Is that what he goes by? Coach K? Oh, Coach K. Okay. I was going to say, like, that's, I've never heard that actual name. But... That's his last name. Like okay. Mike but he goes by Whatever. It's K. hard to say. I don't know. Okay. I'm saying it wrong. I'm sure people can pronounce it. Yeah. So we Get have our final four. Polish Just saying, guys, check out the highlights from Kansas versus Duke. Very good game. They throw a ton of lobs in that game. That was very cool. Anyways, so we have Kansas Jayhawks, Villanova, Michigan, Loyola. Emily, the winner of those four. Go. Uh, Kansas. Yeah, sure. Why not? After or Loyola. Let's do, the under, let's do an underdog. Okay, so you clearly have no nothing into this. I'm just picking at random. But so, I'll say Loyola Chicago because I got into their social work school there. I didn't go there, but... So to give you my recap, Loyola. what I think is going to happen, I do think Kansas will beat Villanova. Kansas will be in the finals. And then the big matchup is Loyola Chicago versus Michigan. Mm. Michigan's the number three seed. They've kind of had a... They can score. 
But I think it's going to be very impressive if Loyola can beat them. Mm-hmm. Like, very impressive. Yeah. But I'm going to call that they do. They shock everybody. They go to the finals and then ultimately end up losing to Kansas. And Kansas ultimately will have a very easy championship game against Loyola and they'll smash them by 20 points. <laughs> That's my we'll prediction. We'll bet on that right now. It's my prediction. Um, other than that, you guys, if you're basically anywhere across the north, the northern section of America or the other sides of the world that would be adjacent to that, in other words, the northern strip all around the globe, watch your heads the next two, two weeks or so. Apparently, if you haven't read the news, the Chinese space station is no longer working for some reason, and it's now um, falling out of orbit, and it will be crashing down onto Earth. They don't know when, but... Let's look at it this way, Earth 70% water, so we have a 70% chance that it doesn't hit us. Yeah, being okay. And then the but other then 30% like gets hitting... to be broken up about all the continents, all the land continents that make up the other strip around the world. But look up the map. There's maps about where they project it's going to hit. It, if you're in the northeast, for sure, we're like highly, we're in the danger zone <laughs> of where that thing's going to hit. So keep your eyes peeled. Look out danger for that. Zone? That'll be funny. Danger <laughs> zone. Um... But wouldn't Any that also that? suck if that... Well, I was thinking Danger Zone because of Archer. No, I know. TV I know. reference. Um, well, I was thinking, wouldn't it suck if it, like, comes and hits our house? Because we, like, just bought this house this year. Yeah, that'd like, be terrible. Of course. But then we can get all our money and then go buy something else. Just buy more houses. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, let's hope that there's another podcast and that uh, the space station didn't, you know. Yeah, we're not. Us. If we never have another one again, you should Google <laughs> you where that thing happened. fell because it might have fell here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to close out today, I just want to say, if you haven't already and you want to, I'm myself included. If you want to go see an NBA game before the playoffs happen, you should do it immediately. There's about ten games left, some are oh, less. Oh yeah, we there's need a, to look at that. A lot of these teams are already on game seventy-three out of eighty-two. So get out there, Coming support quick. them till the end. You know, it's a lot of times, sometimes the games are cheaper at this time, especially if they think they're going to bench a few players, but still support them. It's a good time. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to the playoffs soon. But get out there and see your local teams play if you haven't already this season. Thanks for a shout out for the NBA. Shout out NBA. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us here at Office Talks. Please, again, remember to subscribe, like, share it. Tell anyone, knock on the tell car next anyone, to you in traffic everybody. to tune in. Be like, hey, download Office Talks and tell people about it. Yeah. So and if you Give could, us feedback. Let us know cool. what One you think. That'd be cool. One thing I will do starting next episode, I'm going to, at the end of the episode, I'll try to remember, but I'll do this for anyone who subscribes. I'll give you a shout out on the end of the podcast. Oh, that'd be nice. So I'll just say thank you to Blam and I'll ran, ran, like rattle them off. I think Penny did. She's my aunt. Thank you, Penny. Oh, thanks, Love Penny. you. So I appreciate the support. But you guys, please subscribe. Like I said, I'll give you a shout out. It's like just a thanks. Yeah. Nice nice thing for me to do, but it's great. It's, we really appreciate you guys caring to listen. So that's yeah. cool. Thanks, everyone. And the feedback so far has been great. So keep them coming. We'd love to know what you guys want to hear. If you guys want us to play more games or address how, what we talk about, we're open to suggestions. Let us know. And if you're in the Boston area and you want to be a guest, let us know. Yes, if you have any desire, whether you want to phone it in, if you're in the Boston area, if you do want to phone it in, let me know ahead of time. we got to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we're still working on that um, one. But. <laughs> but if you are anywhere local to Boston or in the area or you happen to be around, let me know. I'd love for you to um, stop by. We'll put you on the show. We'll talk about whatever you really want to. And if you don't know what to talk about, I'll make sure we have something for you so yeah. <laughs> we can make it fun. All right, guys, but thanks again for joining us. I hope you had a good time, and yeah. we'll... 
talk to you soon. Yeah, see you next time. See you soon. All right.